you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum bar. Scumbar Podcast, episode 72, where we talk movies, video games, pop culture, books, Roger Roger, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Brush, and with me today, a Rogery Dodgery Roger himself. Uh, Roger Roger. Uh, it's Anthos. Oh, jeez, I sound so bad right now. Okay, hi, it's, it's Anthos. Hi, everybody. Uh, they actually do talk, though, don't they? Like, they do say Roger Roger a lot, but they also do talk, I think. Yeah, they... They give, like... Okay, I don't think they're supposed to feel fear, but it sounds like sometimes they do. Like, they get scared yeah, they get with, like, a Jedi's approaching them or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they're very it's strange. very strange. <laughs> yeah. Continuity error, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Maybe something? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, welcome, Anthos, to the Scumbar Podcast. Thanks. Um, you too. Listener, listener, if you're just tuning in, also be sure to check out our other podcast, The Marvel Movie Marathon, where we go over the 22 films in the first three phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can check out all of our talks on Thanos and the Infinity Stones there. Otherwise, you can hang out here with us talking about just whatever. This is our whatever podcast. Yeah, where we talk about Roger Roger, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Just the words, Roger Roger. <laughs> I was like writing that and I was like, what should I put in it? I was like, I don't know. I'll just Roger that. Roger. Cause you, so you, Roger. you wanted to find a word, so you found a word and you thought you'd say it twice. Ah, the food, the word's so nice, I said yes. it twice. Kit Kat. Yeah. But Kit Kit. And Thaw's what's new with you well what is new with me uh since the last time i saw you what's been new probably a lot of things but i just uh, it's all a blur um i probably done some stuff and and went places uh wow yeah good for you oh okay so my wife and i finished watching dark the the german oh the yeah german you were talking about that last time and yeah 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 so first two seasons great third season so confused it just got so convoluted and it got to a point where i was so distracted by trying to understand what was happening that i forgot or i, I just wasn't as uh involved with the, the main story um mm. so i don't know if that if that's just me or maybe if other people feel the same way but i mean overall i enjoyed watching it and uh it's it's nice being able to watch something that's just so it's only three seasons it's like it's kind of nice to watch something that's three seasons because then you can finish it all and you don't have to worry about like catching up with more episodes at the same time if it's right. really good you obviously want to watch more so i'm yeah. good with three seasons for this one and we also finished watching the first season of the handmaid's tale and we watched Ooh. the first couple episodes of season two and man like oh just the first episode of season, of season two and it was like so explosive it was I'm I'm so looking forward to watching more of that show. It's really good. Nice, I've heard good things. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. Both cool. that and Dark. I recommend watching both. Dark is probably more along along the lines of like trendy, um, like time, time displacement kind of uh, themes. So okay, yeah. If you're into that, watch it. And then if you're also into watching 
things that are relevant based on what's happening today than watch The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'll check them out. Um, and for myself, I just went camping recently. That was interesting. Got to go up to um, a nice camp here on Vancouver Island. And a nice lake, I should say. There was a campsite there. That was really fun. I haven't gone camping in a long time, so it was nice to get out, get all relaxed. Mm-hmm. Get under the stars. Get away from get the out of the stars. Of the world. Yeah. Get under the stars. Uh, under. Get, get get away yeah. from the stars. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's a lot of stars out there. It's nice. Oh, so were you able to see um, like a lot? Like there's no light pollution around where you were camping. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then we had um, a propane fire place instead of a campfire, which I haven't done that very often. Normally we have the campfire, but it was expensive for firewood and all that, and we brought up our propane fire pit. Mm. And propane seems really cheap right now. Did you say you brought your oh. own fire pit? Yeah, a propane one. Oh, cool. So it's just like a propane-powered fire pit. And uh, yeah, we, we filled up the propane tank earlier, and it was half full, and we filled it up for $8. So I was like, that's really yeah. cheap. So we decided to just make sure it's a full tank and then take that with us. So then we did one night with the propane tank, and we had it on for a long time, and then it was half full. So during the camping trip, we decided to go and fill it up again. And again, it was $8. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, propane's really... Like, the whole tank must be like 16 bucks. Yeah. then. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just shocked how cheap that was. So, yeah, I like the propane fire because you don't smell like campfire in the end, which I don't mind the smell like campfire, but it is also a bonus where you don't smell like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's clean. There's no smoke. So it's just this nice, clean fire that's there. I just really like oh, it. Oh, that's so. cool. I should try that. But you, yeah. uh, you can't barbecue on that, can you? Like, you had a separate grill? You you can't necessarily well you can't barbecue on it no but you can roast I mean, if you want to yeah you can roast yeah okay. yeah so we, we roasted like wieners and like uh, marshmallows you just gotta be careful because like you don't you're using the same rocks every time in, in the propane fire pit and all that so you want to be just try to be as clean as you can mm, okay it's not that big of a deal yeah though, but yeah cool yeah so that's that's what I did nice camping is fun yeah it's good and I just got back I literally just got back today like I had to drive in get everything done like all the tents dried out and and folded and put away and all that kind of stuff just before this podcast too so i was really rushing for this yeah just in time i made it just for the podcast left camping early just here yeah i'm here just for y'all just for all y'all and also just in time for a big day coming up yes yeah it's a big old day tomorrow it is my birthday that's right it's that day that's that That, time of year again yep yeah i'm turning 29 the big two nine cool Big Tudor, Tudor Niner. Tudor, uh, 20, 29er, Tudor, I don't know. Looking, are you looking forward to it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. no. Honestly, uh, you know you're getting old when you don't want to do anything for your birthday. You just want to chill. I was just going to ask if you have any plans, yeah. but okay. I, like, just want to relax. Yeah. I, like, don't want to see people. Which is... I just want to hang out at home. That's totally fair, because sometimes, <laughs> like, you know, it's not that it's not fun to celebrate it's just it can be if you're the person who's always i guess planning it it can be kind of overwhelming trying to make sure that you know mm. it all goes according to the plan and you want to make sure everybody else has a good time there's a yeah. lot of weight on it if it you know for one person so if you're able to split that amongst people then sure great but when you're not able to well, yeah, it can be kind of difficult with covid on and also i'm on my week off for vacation mm. um i just I don't know. I just I, I and I just got back from camping, so it's like perfect timing for me to just want to sit at my house, be at my house, have time to just be with my house yes. and my fiance and my dog. Yep. 
That's just really all I want. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good week off. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Get projects mm-hmm. done. Um. Anyways, let's get into a topic here that I like to call Ye Old News. Cool. Ye Old News. So I do have some news. <gasps> what is the news? Well, it's probably the same as your news. Yeah, it probably I is. I see my notes and I see your notes. <laughs> and <laughs> I've only got they... <laughs> two things written down. <laughs> and they are the same and they overlap. Ah. Uh, so yeah, I'll just I'll just start off start us off by saying that DC actually I don't even know what it's called DC fandom fandom DC fandom, fandom. so DC fandom day I guess or just DC fandom event where yep. they just announced a whole bunch of stuff and there's a whole bunch of trailers for movies and video games and pop culture and books and Roger Roger and everything in between and it's just there's <laughs> tons of stuff and I'm actually really confused about some of the things that are going on but uh yeah so off the top of my head let's see trailers there was um black adam there is wonder woman wait did they call this one wonder woman 1984 they do right i believe so i i'm not sure okay or maybe i'm confusing this one with the last one i can't even remember when the other one took place but so black adam war one i think oh so that's definitely not 1984 no okay so yeah so black adam wonder woman yeah 1984 it's still called 1984 okay um there's a new batman trailer for so we finally see a little bit more robert pattinson uh there was a justice league trailer which is the jack snyder cut which i'm zack snyder sorry jack jack snyder (laughs) i was thinking jack kirby um yeah zack snyder (laughs) Uh, and I think what I was confused about with this one was it, uh, it had the HBO max logo on it. So does, yeah, I saw that. So does that mean it's going to be straight to the streaming service and not, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Okay. So they're not hoping to do like a theatrical release. I don't think it's a theatrical release of this. No, I, I believe that this is just kind of uh, HBO exclusive that you get to watch through their, their online service. That's crazy. Cause like with that cast and with, with that production value, I feel like they'd want to get all that back with the theatrical release, wouldn't they? I guess, but it's not necessarily like they reshoot. Like, did I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but did they not reshoot things? Like, or did they not need to reshoot things? Oh, did they not? Okay, did... so maybe that's what I was confused about because it's like it's Zack Snyder's version of what he wanted the DC movie, like the Justice League movie, to be like. Yeah, I was under the impression this is using all the footage that was cut out from the original movie. It's pretty much a glorified extended Justice League movie, but changed with alternate scenes. So it doesn't have all the same scenes from the original. And they've used heavy effects to be able to finish the shots from the Zack Snyder's original shots. Okay, so then there must be editing because there's no way they would have, like, finished all that extra footage. Because it seems like just from the trailer alone, there's a lot of extra footage that wasn't from the original well, movie. Well, it's because it's it was a different ending. The way Zack Snyder had it was like a different story with a different ending. So okay. the, there's a lot of footage, like a whole bunch of footage left over. Mm, okay. So using all that footage, stitching it together, they were able to finish the movie. But I happen to know somebody in the industry who was working on the yeah. film and talking about the effects done. And they were just talking about how most of it is just all the effects. It's all done in, in post. Okay. Like most of what this Zack Snyder cut is, is just done in post. So mm. I don't believe that 
Yeah, I don't believe that they had to do reshoots at all. I don't think they got anybody back from the cast for that. Okay. So That doesn't mean it shouldn't be a theater film, but I just think that this isn't something they're looking for a theater release. I think they're just trying to do it as a streaming release. Somewhere. Yeah, okay, then I think maybe the reason... Like, I thought this was actually going to be, like, a completely different movie, but maybe that's why... Yeah, that's why I was so confused, that it's just, it's just mm. a different... A recut version of what was already released. Pretty right? much, yeah. yeah. It's, like I said, it's a glorified extended version, but with an alternate cut in it, so... Just, I've never seen this happen where a movie comes out and it's re-edited. Like, I've seen director's cuts. There's director's cuts in movies yeah, all the time where it's a little bit different with, like, different music thrown in, but uh, this is just very strange. Yeah. Okay, well, that clears that up, so thank you. Yeah, no problem. And that's that's my understanding of it. I could still be a little off on that. Mm. But. So I also read regarding that release is going to be split into four hour-long parts. And then eventually... Oh, wow. Is it that long? Supposedly, yeah holy yeah. smokes and then uh wow. and then later i don't know how much later but then eventually it'll be released as one long movie <laughs> oh my so, gosh yeah oh we're gonna have to watch that one day yeah <laughs> and okay so i'm trying to think back to when i even watched the like when i watched the justice league movie and i probably had it on but i wasn't entirely paying attention to it because it just didn't seem yeah. that great yeah i don't know i saw in theaters and yeah. were you happy with it <laughs> no i got lost yeah. so much i could not keep up with the plot it wasn't making sense mm-hmm. yeah oh well anyways maybe this four hour cut will make it make more sense maybe or you'll be more but, confused. Yeah. or i'll be more excited about the batman movie coming out with robert pattinson yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um this was weird i'm excited for robert pattinson to play batman this trailer it's not that it didn't, it didn't look bad. It just was different to what I was expecting. Yeah. So it is more like Christopher Nolan, it seems. It's very dark and gritty. Um, it seems like it's trying to be more real. It looks like the villain is the Riddler. I could be yeah, wrong, Riddler. but it seems like it's the Riddler. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then the Riddler himself is nothing like what I know the Riddler to be. I think of like Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Um, so this was like a dark, like thuggish kind of Riddler. He almost seemed to me like it has some sort of joker influence like the riddler yes yeah they made him similar to the joker yeah Yeah, because i don't know something about his uh i can't remember what i can't remember the whole trailer now but some parts of what we saw about him it kind of reminded me of like joker's maniacal mentality and Mm -hmm. riddler like he's he's a pretty sane person right and he i think he's just um uh, he's just very i think he's just like a, a pretty witty person or witty or smart or something like that and i wasn't getting a sense of that uh that same kind of wit from the trailer so i don't know it could right. just be that the trailer isn't giving us all that we're going to get from the actual character right but still it, it just makes me feel kind of odd about it yes um and we didn't we didn't get to see robert pattinson talk all that much no. And when he did, it was actually cut weirdly in the trailer, so it wasn't actually when he was talking in the movie. So his mouth wasn't... There was one where, like, his mouth wasn't even moving. It, oh. like, did the auto audio over of, like, him saying the line. And I was like, that's weird. That didn't even happen in that moment. But, okay. <laughs> um, and and so I was really excited to see him talk and be, like, the Batman, but it was just kind of, like, there. Yeah. It also was very much, like, Christian Bale, so it kind of seemed like just watching a watered-down version of, like, The Dark Knight. A little bit, yeah. And now, all that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just these are first impressions of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we saw Catwoman is apparently in this. Oh, yeah, right, and, right. And I also didn't like that because I was like, this is... 
I know maybe people don't want a standalone Batman film, but I wanted it to just be the Batman. Like, get me back into, like, Gotham and, like, just Batman and Gotham and all that. Like, that's what I was really excited yeah. for. And, like, just with Catwoman, I was like, oh, it's extended universe stuff right now. I was like, maybe not yet, you know, is kind of what I was thinking. And it seemed like almost, it feels from that trailer, I could be wrong, but it feels from that trailer like the two of them are teaming up mm. for the big baddie at the end. I was like, oh, yeah. Maybe it'd be better if she's, like, in it a little bit, but I don't really want her to be, like, his sidekick already yeah you right know? and also didn't we get a glimpse of the penguin a few times oh that makes sense okay so there was yeah there was another kind of like cackling like figure there. yeah so okay. i don't know i guess there's going to be some sort of like team up collab probably between right. like catwoman and batman versus penguin and the riddler i guess even though the riddler seems to be the one pulling most of the strings right. i don't know i guess we'll find out more also later. maybe you know i don't know but was that joaquin phoenix as the mayor there was like what? a mayor-like figure, and I thought it was Joaquin Phoenix, but I only saw it for like a second, so... I don't um, think... It can't uh, be, though, because everyone's hoping that Joaquin Phoenix is Joker, right? So Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was. I really hope it's not, but we only saw it for like a second, and I was like, that better not be Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> I don't think it was, but I'd, I'd have to watch it all over again. But I, that would be very weird. Although I'm not, I'm not really sure what they're doing with the whole universe, like with the Joker, like I, like yeah. that was supposed to be kind of like on its own, like that they weren't ever going to combine the Joker with any of the um, subsequent DC movies, right? Was that the plan? I thought that was the plan. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be standalone, but still, I think people were hoping, or yeah. at least I was kind of hoping maybe it would be connected. Um, I am just reading the listing right now. There's another Sarsgaard, Peter Sarsgaard. Who's this? Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I forgot that Stellan isn't. Is Stellan the dad? Who are, uh, Bill? No, Bill is one of the younger brothers, and Alex is the other brother. Alexander Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård, the younger brothers. Then the dad is Doctor Eric Selvig. Yeah. In <laughs> Eric Selvig's <laughs> Star movies. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't remember his name. You might be right. I thought. But anyways, there's another one here, Peter Sarsgaard. I don't know if he's related though. I swear it was Stellan Star... Yeah, Stellan. Or Stellan. <clears throat> but I did... I thought so, he had three... He has eight kids! Oh my Holy. gosh. No way. Holy wow. smokes. Oh, that's Anyways, good. um... So it's not... It's definitely not Wicking Phoenix, so that's good. So, okay. First thing, awesome. Great. Not Wicking Phoenix there, so there, there's still a shot. Perfect. Great. <laughs> um, next thing I'm noticing is... Yeah, we saw James Gordon for a second there, which I thought was interesting. Oh, yeah in the trailer um it was cool he looked like gordon to me that was cool i didn't mind it um but it looks like paul dano is the riddler now paul dano is a really good actor i liked him in there will be blood that was like his big movie let's see i really liked him looking in that. through the cast oh right it was zoe kravitz that's playing catwoman paul, oh yeah that's right. paul dano yeah, yeah 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 right yeah he's very good and i didn't realize this colin farrell is apparently the penguin oh what yeah. Whoa. So we did see the penguin there, but I didn't think it looked like Colin Farrell at all. But apparently, that's him. Is the penguin? Wow, that's a lot of. So, <laughs> yeah, good for him. And then, last but not least, we got Andy Serkis as Alfred. Ah. Which I didn't know either. So that's a great Alfred. Oh, that's an interesting choice. I'm yeah. so used to seeing um, Andy Serkis play like all different kinds of like very spastic and chaotic kind of characters. Yes. So I wonder Snoke. what. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then also in, uh, in, I was going to say in the Wakanda movie, the Black Panther movie. Um, and then he's also, is he Koba <laughs> in, Koba. in, uh, yeah. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. 
So I'm yeah. curious what kind of character we're going to get for Alfred. Like, is it going to be more like that laid back, sophisticated type, or is it going to be more like a hands on, dirty kind of like um, Daniel Craig Bond sort of sophisticated hmm. Alfred? So that'll be interesting. Peter Sarge. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, he was more subdued in the Kong movie, King Kong, he, when he played the chef on the ship. He was definitely more just like a character in that, like a real person. Oh, I totally do not remember that, but okay. I might not have, yeah. have even Well, he that. also played Kong, I guess, but still, he was <laughs> he was the chef. Um, oh, Carmine Falcone. It, wow, there's a lot of... Yeah, holy. John Turturro. Interesting. So just for the audience, just so that they understand as well, like we came into this pretty blind, so that's why we're just now discovering the cast <laughs> yeah and okay so this is also just based off my uh my very minimal knowledge of watching the show gotham because I, i've watched maybe like five or six episodes and i just couldn't keep watching but the yeah. cast like the characters that are in this are pretty much the characters that were in gotham so yeah it seems like it's a excuse me it seems like it'll be a very i don't know like gotham-esque movie well, I guess Gotham did really well, and people were really hoping that um, Gotham was going to eventually become, like, full canon, I guess, for, like, the movies. Mm. But, yeah. I don't know. Maybe now they're just kind of like, oh, we'll just roll with that and kind of continue on where Gotham left off. Yeah. Huh. I mean, not, not totally, obviously, but, like, a little bit. And then it looks like... Hmm. Yeah, the Batman. Okay. Well, well, it looks interesting. I think that he looks like a decent batman i do like the shot with like the heavy eyeliner and stuff like that <clears throat> it looks quite rough the eyeliner so. to me is kind of weird um i don't know i guess like because when i picture batman going out like you know you know the real batman when he when he gets ready to go out fight crime he'll put on a suit yeah. i guess i just don't picture him having the time to put on like just smudge his eyes full of black and then put his mask on it just seems like why why <laughs> do we need to have like any kind of focus on what he does with his face you know well i think it's more because you have to wear like when you put the darkness under your eyelids or around your eyes like that it's for light so he wants um, to be seen more in the light <laughs> no he wants he wants to see more in the dark <laughs> wait that's how it works really I believe so. It's why football players wear the eyeliner under their eyes oh. when they're playing. There's, I, I think it's for light. I, I could be wrong, but there, there's a reasoning for that for your eyesight. But then he also wears um, a mask. Shouldn't that do the same thing? Maybe. Like, I'm not okay. sure. <laughs> what you should what know the, these the mask, answers, Matt Brush. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. The mask has a big hole cut out in the eye. Does it not? Yeah, but like, shouldn't it? Okay, wait. I so gotta, his eyelid is still exposed. Is it not? Robert Pattinson, Batman costume face shot <laughs> i want to see how his face looks let's see they showed something in the trailer didn't they like a little bit of his uh face i think they showed yeah they showed his suit just not close up yeah okay all right well i'm just gonna give it to you for now but when we watch the movie i'm gonna tell you oh yeah there's his suit uh, you're actually kind of right the eyes are quite small on his suit hmm but it's also a half mask which is very interesting you see his full chin. So he's got the very Batman-esque chin. Oh, the one where it's kind of like the Wolverine mask. Yeah, like exactly. Which is interesting because I think that's kind of the cartoon Batman was like that too, was it not? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. And then he's got those crazy chins, right? He's just got those really broad chins. Well, actually, Robert Pattinson's got not, not a bad chin for this. He's got like the quite squared off chin. I think he's got a good nose for it too. 
He's got the nose for he's Batman. Got, he's got Batman's <laughs> nose. Born with it. I honestly don't mind the costume. Looking at it now, I actually think it's pretty dope. He's got a cape. He's got the bat symbol, which looks pretty much the same. It's a little different, but it's pretty much the same. Let's see. And then he's got, yeah, just a different kind of thing. Right. I don't know. It's not a bad setup. Okay, wait. I gotta, I gotta scrub through this. Oh, there. I, I see him. I see him. I see him. I see him. Do you see the Joaquin Phoenix-like guy? He's right after the reveal shot. And I don't know who it is, but I just thought it was Joaquin Phoenix. AR, is this at, like, just after a minute? Oh, no, that's Commissioner It's Gordon. at 50, 55 seconds. 55. So when he's talking to... There's a, there's a mayor-like character. He's at a bunch of microphones. Oh, like, yeah, bigger guy. Yeah. I... Uh, he reminds me of... I don't know why. I, I just thought that was Joaquin Phoenix. <clears throat> I'm glad it's not. Yeah. But I thought it was. Uh, I think I might have gotten confused. Like, oh, wait, is that really Commissioner Gordon? But then, no, it's not. Anyway... So yeah, there's this movie. Uh, and <laughs> this will be a movie that we will see. I mean, this is honestly, I will see this in trailers. I will see this in theaters. Like this, this looks good enough to be. Release date October first, twenty twenty one. Well, if theaters are good to go by then, yeah, I'll watch it in theaters. Yeah, true. Um, it's not that it, it doesn't look as good as a Dark Knight film, but it doesn't look bad. It's definitely worth my time at least to go see. Yeah, no, it doesn't look bad. Like I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, and I also can't tell wait I don't know if I just haven't really paid attention but maybe I just can't really tell what the plot is you know yeah that's true I think they're trying to keep it quite vague for now yeah which is fine yeah 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 give less away and then more surprise when we actually watch the movie but okay cool yeah anyways that's that's all the news I had was just those two was the DC one and the, the Batman one I didn't know about the Black Adam trailer or the Wonder Woman one the Water Woman yeah She's the Water Woman yeah, sequel. That's the partner for uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Water Woman. Water Woman. <laughs> oh boy, Aquaman and Water Woman. Boy. Uh, <laughs> so the Wonder Woman trailer, or the Water Woman trailer, is. Uh, oh geez, like I, I kind of I watched them all like with some friends, and it was just like in the middle of like a hangout night, and they're kind of just like gone completely over my head. I totally forgot oh, what yeah. happened. Uh, but the Black Adam trailer, so I, it wasn't too much. It was pretty much just like a narrated thing, like, um, where he's kind of talking about how he, uh, like, is he talking about maybe how he gets the powers or like what he plans to do with the powers or like responsibilities of having these powers. Um, but it, they didn't really reveal too much because it was almost like a, uh, it was like an animated uh, trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which almost looked like it could have been like a really cool revealed trailer for like a next coming like comic arc for oh. something. Um, and then for Wonder Woman, um, I remember that Chris Pine is in it and Gal Gadot is in it still as Wonder Woman. And I don't remember anything else. Oh, I remember she has her lasso and she swings by catching lightning with her lasso, which Ooh. is very weird to me. <laughs> I don't know if she's ever done that in the comics, but it's very... I don't know. Like, I guess it's a cool idea, but maybe it would have been better if it was somebody else doing it. Um, oh, I remember now. Kristen Wiig is in it, and she's, like, Diana's old best friend or something. Oh. Where she okay. is, like, that cat lady. She's the crazy cat lady, and she, <laughs> she comes to town looking for her cats. Ooh. And then they, get, they, they square off because Wonder Woman is into dogs. And that's the trailer. <laughs> that's the that's plot. That's the whole movie. 
Yeah, so don't bother watching it. I just described it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did hear from a friend, uh, he was saying that the woman who makes the Wonder Woman movies, she was saying that due to COVID and due to the length of time now with, you know, working on these movies and the delays and whatnot, they've been able to re-edit Wonder Woman and almost give it a new kind of theme. Oh. So I think it's really interesting. It's like, you know, when a movie's in the post-processing portion long enough, yeah. There's so much of the movie that's made in the edit yeah. that they've actually they've actually altered and changed the movie now okay. that it's been so long. They actually have morphed into something even better, okay. which almost goes to say something about movies. It's like, you know, if you take a little bit more time with them, what how much better could they be, right? Yeah, no, that's very true. And it also depends on the style of movie or like the genre, right? Because with something yeah. where you're basing it off superheroes and comics and things like that, like it's, it's going to be heavily post-production because, yeah, like you can't, you can't physically get uh, you can't physically get Gal Gadot to like swing on lightning, right? So a lot of there's going to be a lot of post editing. Whereas you, if you have something like um, what's another movie that like Phone Booth, for example, yeah, Colin Farrell in the Phone Booth, like that's it's, it's yeah. all on Penguin on in a set. booth, yeah, right? So <laughs> yeah, but but no, I, I totally agree. Like it goes to show that yeah, if you with more time, then you can definitely have like a, a completely different product, which which could help. Um, but I guess it also depends on you know maybe the director goes with their gut and like they. I'm sure there's a lot of factors to it, but yeah. <laughs> what other trailers? So Black Adam, Wonder Woman, Batman. They also revealed a bunch of video game trailers. So there's one that is like Gotham Knights, uh, for example. Oh right, yeah. And so that one, uh, it kind of showed off the ability to play, I think, as Robin, as as any of the Robins, actually. And, oh, well. and Batwoman? Or is she Batgirl? I can't remember. Bat-female. And, uh, <laughs> um, and the main... Oh, I think the main villain might, for that might also be the Riddler. So maybe they're just trying to kind of like get the hype up for the Riddler as, as this antagonist. Ooh, maybe. Um, and then... So this is off of the back of Arkham... What was the last one? Arkham Knight, Knight maybe? I think? Yeah, yeah, Arkham Knight. Uh, it was Arkham Asylum, then Arkham City, then Arkham Knight. Yeah. And this is Gotham Knights. There's also Arkham Origins. That game gets kind of thrown under the bus sometimes. Oh, okay. Because it wasn't as good? It was made by a different studio, and uh, it's not necessarily bad. It's just that it's, since it's not made by Warner Brothers, I believe they had licensed it out. Uh, um, it is just different okay i guess and it's also an origin story so right. it's pretty cool kind of okay and then i'm not sure if they've ever really done this with uh, any of the previous batman games but they're going to have the court of owls in this which to me when i when i read about the court of owls in i think i read them for the first time in the new 52 um and they seem like like a really cool uh pseudo underground yet sophisticated tech or yeah sophisticated enough um like cult where they get it's like a whole bunch of rich people and they gather and they they wear those like um what's that uh what's that mask where it's like got like a long i think they have like owl oh masks, the but, the plague mask yeah plague mask so it's it's plague kind doctor? of like they're wearing yeah. plague masks but they're more shaped like an owl so like smaller beak oh and then i think they have these uh they they have like their soldiers who are like in coffins that are just like uh, like absorbing all this serum that just makes them strong <clears throat> and hmm. uh yeah i think they're kind of just bent on taking down batman or taking over gotham or something as is oh, every i'm just other checking out but... some photos now and i love the concept of them they seem really cool mm -hmm. 
yeah, so that's going to be something that is introduced in this game as well. Or, I don't know, introduced, but in this game. So it looks really wow. cool. I, it makes me want to read more into Court of Owls. I totally forgot that they were a thing. And yeah. Yeah, it cool. looks really good. I love the art on it. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, that's pretty much my news. It's just a whole bunch of DC news stuff. Because I felt yeah, like. Yeah, lots of DC stuff. Yeah. Which is interesting. I, I would love for DC to start doing some good movies and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it just seems to me like, <clears throat> I don't know how much they're focusing on movies as so much as they're focusing on other stuff. Like, when you look at the streaming services, for example, obviously Disney Plus has all the Marvel-related stuff. When yeah. you go onto Prime Video, you can catch some DC. When you go to Netflix, you can catch some DC. So it's kind of, it's separated. It's kind of uh, dispersed a little bit more. Um, yeah. But then there's also a difference in whether they focus on their animated movies versus their live-action movies. And I find DC animated movies are very well done. Um, hmm. Yeah, like it, like you can watch like any of like the Batman DC movies, and they're just all they're all really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, actually, I think I watched the what's that really popular one? The Laughing Joke or the the, the Killing Joke? Thank yeah, you. The, the Laughing Joke. joke. Yeah. The Laughing Joke because uh, it had um, Mark Hamill as the Joker. In it. And yeah, 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 I watched that one on a plane one time. It is... I can't remember what I thought of it, but yeah, I watched that one on a plane one time. Actually, I think I thought that was pretty good. I, I, I Actually, I watched that kind of recently, maybe like a month or so ago, because I, I read the comic a lot, yeah, quite a while ago, and then I wanted a refresher, so the movie... Right. Um, yeah, movie's really well done, too. Um, That's where it shows, like, the Joker's past, right, with the red hood and all that? Uh, did the movie show that? I don't know if the movie did. I believe, but... I believe the movie went into it with the red hood and stuff. Okay. And it showed him at like a circus and stuff like that, and like it's the Red Hood. Oh, I, see. I think. Because I wrong. remember. No, I thought that was. In there. I think there was another another movie where I watched where uh, it was the like they were wearing it's like a red helmet kind of thing, right? But it covers like the yeah, red yeah, head. big red helmet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that was another movie. Maybe I, I was. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough. But you could be right. Um, yeah, another. Sorry, I just thought I'd mention this, but uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm is something that I watched a lot as a kid and I really liked and I'd want to watch it again but I remember hearing on the um the Weekly Planet that they talked about that and they also thought that, that was one of the better Batman movies too. So, if you're in the market for watching a Batman animated movie, watch Mask of the Phantasm. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't they mention isn't there actually like a new DC television show right now with all the Batman villains in it? Oh, really? Ooh. Uh, maybe or is it Mask of the Phantasm? I, I don't know. I thought there was one, and who played the Joker? Uh, it's a series? I thought so. Batman series. 2020. Yeah, it was like a new series. It was kind of like a... It wasn't necessarily serious. I think it was kind of funny. Comedic? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm butchering this. I'm just... I'm not very... I don't know much about DC. I wish I knew what I was talking about on this. Could it... Oh, it's some kind of, like, show... That was like comedic. I, I wish I could remember one of the actors that were in it, but there was a bunch of actors and they were all really good. There's a Harley Quinn in it though, and there's somebody who plays Joker and oh, <laughs> That's okay. Finally. Don't worry about it. Don't stress out. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth the stress. Yep, I don't know. Can't find yeah, it. That's fine. I'll bring it up next time when I remember what it is. Sure. I'll just send it to you in a message. <laughs> sure, sounds good. But I did get it from a Weekly Planet podcast. I was listening to them, and there's, they were mentioned it one time, and they were talking about the casting and how good it was. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, anyways, that's uh, so DC. DC stuff. Cool. Yeah. So, no talk about Marvel. Today's DC day. <laughs> Apparently. DC day. Yeah. 
Um, all right, well, let's move into our topic of the day, Anthos. What do you got for me? Cool. Okay, I actually needed to look into this a little bit. Actually, let me find let me find my quote, but it is related to um, uh, related to COVID and just how we're kind of entering into not not necessarily new territory, but it's going to be a different different territory just because as we come to the end of summer. Uh, we're moving into a lot of people going back to school, a lot of kids going back to like elementary and high school. Um, mm. And then also that being that it's the fall. So school, school opens up, kids started to gather, um, which means uh, more exposure for them, but also more exposure for the parents when the kids come back to school. And then also we are not too far off from uh, coming into winter when, um, you know, we go back to flu season and uh actually i just heard this from my my wife's sister but she was talking about the implications of when we get to that point when uh the days are getting shorter and people have to stay in more um and then it's kind yeah. of you know the balance of how do you um, uh, how do you have like proper mental health without um having to stay in so much because you know we're we're meant to be with other people kind of thing so um but uh i wanted to bring this up and credit to my wife for bringing this up because i hadn't heard it but dr bonnie henry was um i think she was kind of responding to some people talking about you know what they what they want for the city or sorry what they want for the province in order to um just manage the pandemic a little bit more over here but um yeah so dr bonnie henry and for those who don't know dr bonnie henry is um she is she is like pretty much bc's uh, main health minister for um, th- that we listen for news like every day and uh, yeah so she said um, the quote is that shutting down is not an answer to things so I think the point is that you know we we've slowly opened up uh, like businesses half capacity parks are opening up again and, and all that kind of stuff and now we're seeing um, we're starting to see the increase in cases and spikes and um getting to the point where it's almost back to where we used to be in the beginning of this when we were unsure about what was going on um Mm -hmm. so yeah so her statement was shutting down is not an answer to things i think some people would would disagree with that and saying well shutting down would help us to uh deter people from getting exposed right but uh i don't know what are what are your thoughts on going into this next uh this next possible wave of like it's supposed to be the second wave but um yeah, what are your thoughts on going into it, and what what do you think uh, seems more of like a feasible way to be dealing with this as as a province? I honestly have no idea. I mean, I'm I'm not a medical professional in any way, so don't take anything I say to heart. But it's just my thoughts. I just feel like students should be in school. I think we should try to keep students in school and their lives as normal as it can be. Mm-hmm. I do think youth in general should just have their lives day to day as normal as it can be um, based on COVID deaths and the actual susceptibility of ages. I think if you're, you know, healthy and under, let's just arbitrarily throw out 40 or 50. If you're under those ages and you're healthy, generally, I think you're, you're fine to still go about your day to day and do the normal things you were doing pre COVID mm-hmm. I just think you have to be more mindful, though, about the people you're seeing after that. Anybody who has health conditions uh, shouldn't be around those kinds of people. And anybody who is at a certain age, let's arbitrarily, again, throw 50 or over, should stay away from those people. And obviously it sucks, and that's where the social distancing comes from. But I I think schools should go back to full force how they were. 
and kids you know like there's already flu season for kids enough anyways like there's so much of kids passing on things to other kids or i should say students passing things on to other students um if you're if your kid wasn't really all that healthy to begin with and they were really susceptible to bad things, you probably wouldn't put them into school during flu season, you know, b- before COVID was even a thing. Mm. You probably wouldn't have. You probably would have taken that step to be better with it. Um, so these days I see why is it any different with COVID for your child, mm. especially with the, the numbers so low on anybody who's young. And if they are young, they usually have some kind of pre-existing medical condition before mm. they die from COVID. So. I don't know. I, I'm more of the mind of make students go back to school the way they were. I, I, I don't think the economy and the education system and our government, I don't think everything should just crash because of this COVID. Um, that being said, I don't think, like, I think there should be a lot of focus and emphasis on retirement communities and any and hospitals and just anywhere where there's going to be the elderly people because they are quite affected by this disease, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody who's susceptible. So, uh it sucks that it means that you don't get to see grandma, you know, every now and then, which is really frustrating and can be annoying for everybody. But at the same time that you're doing it because you don't want her to get sick. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. well, I totally agree on, on uh, the fact that obviously the focus should be more towards uh, like the healthcare system. Um, my, so my wife's sister also, what do I call her? My sister-in-law. That makes more sense. than just <laughs> saying my wife's sister all the time. So my sister-in-law was saying that, um, you know, that that time is going to, test the healthcare system more so because yeah as we enter flu system or flu season then we mm-hmm. have more occurrences of people exhibiting similar symptoms because you know like either yeah. way like if you if you have flu-like symptoms it's going to be something that is like a cold so you could be um coughing sore throat like you know the works and stuff like maybe headaches you know people there's so many variations of the symptoms and combinations that um that how do you like are you gonna have to end up testing for for everybody like somebody has a cough and then but they get progressively worse then do you have to test them for the flu and do you have to test them for covid and i think it becomes the thing of um can you really exhaust those many resources during that time and right. so it's going to be i can see why that would be a very difficult thing because um you know if somebody who has covid you want to be able to assess them and uh, and quarantine them as soon as possible and uh and you don't want to Um, you know the resources are limited right so um, i can see why as going into going into that next phase it's going to test um, healthcare system but i think it's also going to i don't know like you're right like people have to be mindful of others i think that's always been the case and that's still the case now Mm -hmm. that you know when you're when you're going around that um you can't it, I guess it just doesn't seem fair to live your life as if you're in your own shell and you don't care about anybody else or anybody else's well-being. Because I feel like right. whether or not we're in COVID, that should, that's just my opinion, but that should always be the case. Like you should always care about other people, yeah, right? Yeah, for um, sure. And then it just happens to be now there's something that is um, more prevalent going around that affects more people uh, directly that gives more reason for the need to be mindful of, of other people. So um but in in terms of my response to dr bonnie's henry dr bonnie henry's statement about um how shutting down things is is not the answer uh like i have i i don't even really like i guess i have mixed feelings like i don't really know what the what the correct answer is only because i guess even though so it's august now the first case was what like end of november or sometime in december but we didn't really have state of emergency until march so right. 
I mean, it's been three quarters of a, at least half a year, going through this, and yes. it still seems like we're always in new territory. So shutting down everything, who knows? Like maybe it could work, or maybe it could just make everybody go crazy, and then yeah, economy collapses. Yeah, maybe it's right? making things worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so hard to I say. I know. I don't know. Yeah. It is hard to say, and and I don't like the idea of flu season coming back in. Uh, September or I was talking to a teacher recently and she was saying that Thanksgiving is when or Canadian Thanksgiving at least is when flu season really hits hard Mm -hmm. everyone sees family and then everyone gets really sick and the schools it's always like everybody's really sick from Thanksgiving Christmas sorry thanks Canadian Thanksgiving to uh, uh, Halloween yeah and she was predicting she's like well what's going to happen there is everyone gets flu and then that's going to show symptoms of COVID and it's going to have all these COVID numbers that are going to spike up Mm -hmm. And then Halloween will be canceled, and the schools will most likely get shut down by the end of October. Oh. And I was like, ah, like... And that's her opinion, of course, but I was like, I can see that happening, though. And that's what I don't want to see happening, is the flu numbers skyrocketing the COVID numbers Mm. to then shutting down the economy again. Yeah, right. right. It doesn't benefit us as a country to move forward to get out of these things when we shut down the country. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I totally understand that 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 was one way to try to mitigate it, and maybe... Maybe a temporary shutdown, or a, a shutdown with a time limit is better. But I really don't like it when it's uncertain. When it's uncertain like that, it, it's it's uh it doesn't provide any hope for anybody, and we all just feel like we don't know what the answer is. Well, yeah, and so I think that's actually a good thing to bring up. That like you, so you shut down things, but like then what? What are the implications? Um, not yeah, necessarily on the scenario. economy, but yeah, like the people. So the people then begin to question, like, oh, so what now? What what am I supposed to do? Like I'm stuck. Like I can't. I can't do my thing, and um, and then it's almost like life becomes so drastically changed that uh, there is like a new focus on how to live your life, like in a completely mm. different way. Whereas maybe it would be much more suitable if, um, yeah, you you don't shut things down, but you still um, you still have these health uh, like practices in place, where yeah, for example, like we have the half capacity rule for restaurants and and other and like events um because at least that way you know people still get a chance to um like they're still being mindful but they still get a chance to uh live live some closer variation of a normal life and i think it almost makes more sense to me like knowing that it's so uncertain when like the pandemic is really going to be over like it seems like it wouldn't be over until we actually get vaccines Otherwise, there's, you know, without without a cure, it could just, it seems like it could just keep going on and, and, uh, and spreading from person to person until, like, until whenever. So right. knowing that it's going to be such an extensive length of time where we'd have to endure life that way, it makes more sense to, I guess, maybe like from a mental health perspective, maybe it makes more sense to live life um, with guidelines as opposed to complete shutdown right it's just easy it's like I think more so, flexible yeah. you know like if it was to say okay like right now this is what we expect so therefore for the next three weeks we are shutting down and if in those three weeks scenario a happens then it's done or we're going to move on to like a phase two or phase three phase one mm-hmm, you know yeah but if scenario b happens we're going to continue the shutdown for another three weeks and then reevaluate then and if they had like if it was that planned out we would all feel a lot better we'd be like okay we're on week one we're on week two we're on week three we're on week four like we'd know exactly where we are in the steps Mm -hmm. um 
but yeah, since it does change so radically mm-hmm. all the time, um, we just don't really know. And yeah, the, the feeling of uncertainty is what makes everyone so freaked out. Yeah. And it's, and, it's uh, uh, I, I like your idea, though, of like implementing some sort of plan where, you know, you meet these goals before the next phase comes over, because then I guess having those expectations helps with people being able to work towards it. But then yeah. at the same time, yeah, like you said, with the uncertainty um, and with things erratically changing so much, like you're say we're we're getting close to meeting those goals and we see it and all of a sudden something happens and it goes completely back, like it backfires oh. and then now everybody's all let down. So it seems like uh, it's so it's so difficult just to say exactly what it is that we need. Um, and uh, yeah, but at, at the same time, unless we all unless everybody works together. You know, if ever if there's so much discrepancy between people, it almost seems like that that in and of itself is going to be kind of like an underlying cause for why it lasts that much longer. Right. And it's yeah, I don't know. We just get misinformation all over the place too, so it's hard to know what's right and what's wrong. The one minute they tell you masks are mandatory or we need masks, and then the next moment they say get, make sure only medical professionals are getting masks, and then they say masks aren't that important. And then they say, we need masks. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just kind of like, wait, what? And like, on, while I was camping, actually, earlier, I went and had to go to a gas station for a second. When I walked in, I walked in on the clerk talking to a, a person there. Neither of them had masks on. Mm. And they were both talking about how useless the masks were. And I was like, it's just frustrating mm. when, like, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't done the research myself. Mm. But it's like, it's just frustrating that these are the conversations going on that no one knows. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I'm also camping. I don't want to think about COVID, but of course, like you walk into a gas station and it's what everyone's talking about. It's like, ah, nobody knows the answers. Nobody knows what's going on. And it's, it's very, yeah, disheartening, I guess. Yeah. So I would like the best way to get out of that, like I said, is set a goal and it doesn't mean you have to reach the goal, but just set a goal and set like realistic scenarios to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. And if everyone is clear on that, then we can, like you said, we can at least all work together at the goal and yeah. feel more like, I don't know, feel more like a giant community yeah. on this, I Providing guess. that everybody is willing to work together. <laughs> like having yeah. everybody but on like, the same page. A global pandemic should be unifying in all the good ways. Mm-hmm. I don't mean for that to sound bad, but you know when like a, a storm happens, a storm hits and then the village gets together and they rebuild the church or something, mm-hmm. right? Like it's... It's like whenever there's some kind of crazy event like that that happens, that's when a town really works hard together and you get to see all these acts of great people doing great things. Yeah. And uh, we have a global epidemic right now, so it's almost like the whole world as one should be working really hard together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I don't think that's the people's fault that it's not working. I think it's that there's been zero direction. Yeah. I shouldn't say zero, but it just it, it does feel like that. Yeah. Well, I think in terms of... Sure, yeah, it makes sense. Like if... Uh if the if the people aren't able to uh i guess gather like support each other in the same way like be on the same page uh work together Mm -hmm. it could be sure like as like influenced um by the idea that like each nation is not working consistently with each other either right like everybody's dealing with their own thing Uh, yeah so globally when you look at it at that scale you everybody is compared like at a different rate like oh like the states is worse than us but then some parts of asia are way better than we are because they are just used to handling or maybe not used to but they were able to handle things better than we have so new zealand had like four people get covid yeah is that still the case i guess maybe 
I, really I think it was like it was like one family that had gone away and they got COVID, so they self quarantined. But they locked it or they shut down New Zealand when the four people got COVID. I was like, oh my gosh, New oh, Zealand! Wow, nice. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I guess it worked for them. Yeah, <laughs> but specifically for their situation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, well, one thing that I uh, was thinking is interesting is that when we probably around the time when we first started talking about this like we didn't talk about this too much on the podcast but we've had a couple episodes now but i think one of the first ones we talked about how you know you go to superstore or like whatever grocery store and all the toilet paper sold out and all the oh, tissues yeah. are sold out and yeah. everybody's trying to scramble for masks and people are trying to resell masks at like a marked up rate and stuff and people are getting <laughs> fined for selling masks like reselling the masks so yeah, now you can walk into a store. Like, I've, I've been to Costco so many times in the past, like, couple months that I see, um, I've seen, like, all the stacks of, like, masks that you can just buy. Like, the, the, yeah. the, the not surgical, but, like, the, the, the blue ones. The blue, yeah, the, those masks. And now they're selling, yeah. like, cotton masks. So, it's, uh, it's interesting that this is, like, it's actually become a thing where you can expect to see those kind of things. Oh, right yeah. when that that was never a thing now now they're like near the front door like oh make sure you got your mask and all the attendants uh ready to like give you like a a lysol wipe and stuff it's yeah you know. we all adapted pretty quickly to all that i guess yeah yeah and so maybe that's even more more reason to promote the idea of like not shutting down like we've, we've already adapted to this point right yeah. now it's just a matter of like a matter of like what can we adapt to next like what is the next step for us in order to be able to continue to live through this in a safe way um but still being mindful and still being safe so yeah i feel like it's all it's all also very experimental for everybody right maybe yeah no definitely yeah but i mean people are smart and we do adapt well and for all the bad there has been good so hopefully we can keep going forward and eventually covid will be just something similar to a seasonal flu and yeah i i don't know if like we'll go back to what we had before i think it will just kind of migrate its way into our daily lifestyle we just have covid you know come in waves as it goes yeah and we'll and I, again i think we'll realize at that moment that it is much more about the elderly generations of people like the average death for covid is also what was it it was like the average age you're at when you die of covid was also like a number higher than the average life expectancy of a person here so oh. like the the high counts of people dying are quite old mm, um okay doesn't make it good obviously it doesn't make it good but yeah. it just it's it's mostly targeting the elderly and it sucks for the elderly mm -hmm. but it's just that's the it just means that we'll have to be more mindful when we go visit grandma around the seasonal times and i think as as the years go on that's what it'll look like it's like oh it's september or it's october okay well maybe we don't have that family visit because she's really susceptible to getting something mm -hmm. or like just make sure you wash your hands a lot when you're around grammar or just something i don't know yeah but exactly i just i think that's a more realistic future we see than just going right back to how it was now that's the that's like the disease size side of things the other side is the economy. I think the economy should go back to how it was. I think that the stores should go back to how it was. I don't think that they need to be as crazy as they are with masks mm. and hand sanitizer and all that kind of stuff. Those are great to have. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I just don't think they need to stay that way indefinitely. I think that they can eventually go back to regular full capacity restaurants and whatnot. Yeah. And movie theaters. I think we're all fine on that. We just have to be more mindful now that this is out there in the world and it's going to be here. Yeah, exactly. I, 
I think if yeah, exactly. Eventually, we it would be great to for everybody to get to that point. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like me like it's not that the, like the facilities aren't ready for that. I think it's just the uh, it's just the people. Um, you know, like like you said, like you went to the gas station and the two people like they weren't wearing masks because they they thought like it wouldn't work, right? So I think that yeah, like, you you have a whole bunch of people that think um, think like that and go to a theater, and I think that's. Uh, I think that's that's what creates the increase in probability, right? That um, it's gatherings of people who are less likely to to be mindful of other people. So right. yeah, I mean, like the restaurants, like okay, I, I I haven't also done my research, so I don't know what the likelihood is of uh, if you walk by somebody's table um, of you getting it or spreading it to somebody else. Because I, from what I understand, it's supposed to be based on like it could be things that you touch i guess but more so based on like if you cough or sneeze towards somebody's general direction i believe it's more airborne yeah yeah so um i mean yeah you go to some restaurants and you like they're not so tight quarters already but i don't know maybe yeah maybe there's a thing there but but either way i think yeah the facilities themselves i think they are i think it's a lot more easy easy for them to be prepared to host more people than it is to get a bunch of like-minded people who are mindful of others in order to uh yeah to go to those facilities and and be safe <laughs> i guess right yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway so it was i just thought it was an interesting thing just knowing that we're like summer's coming to an end and it's not a shift for everybody but it's a shift for us because my wife being a teacher like she hasn't been in school for um the past couple months and she was just teaching for so she uh so march we had her spring break and then after that um she was working like teaching from home until june so that would april may so that's two i guess like two months yeah two months of like working from Mm. home and then one month going to school and now two months off again so it's been kind of like you know this back and forth and just getting used to um getting used to the situation so now it's september it's going to be everybody as a whole getting used to like a brand new situation so it's right. just uh interesting to think about as we're moving into that and i'm yeah i'm very curious to see what uh how how it's going to look for everybody like what do we adapt to next you know so yeah so we'll see yeah yeah I know. I'm curious too. I, I don't know what to expect. I've been wrong about COVID many times already. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I whatever I expect, I feel like it's going to be the opposite of that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. In terms of things that we've also adapted to, like I've seen a lot of people celebrating stuff online, right? So I've seen like graduations online. I've seen people do online weddings, which is interesting. Right. Um. Yeah. So I, I think at, at the least, it's nice to see that people are able to figure out how to make make things work for them given the situation mm-hmm. um but that said you know like everybody uh, it's obviously like a general statement but everybody has different um everybody has different needs right so how could we do our best to support each other through it with with all the different needs yeah yeah anyway that's my topic thanks for indulging me in a little covid talk no problem Cool. COVID talk. Welcome back to COVID talk. <laughs> Anthos and Matt <laughs> Part three, I think. Yeah, I think this is our third COVID topic. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. try to tone it down, but yeah. No, that's fine. 
No, it's it's something that's it's a big event that's still going on now. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's like an update on COVID. Yeah, we're just documenting so that later on we'll see how many parts, how many COVID episodes we're gonna have just throughout the years. <laughs> yeah, we'll have one at the end where it's like the ending of COVID. Yeah, it'll just be COVID, COVID compilation. Yeah. <laughs> Highlights from COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that's the end. Cool. All right. All right. Well, uh, Anthos, where can the audience find you? Well, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Anthos1. That's at A N T H zero Z one. And if you want to find me, you can also find me on Twitter at Mapbrush Gaming, or you can find this podcast in video format on YouTube at Mapbrush Gaming. It's uh, under the Scumbar Podcast. Probably. That's that's what it's probably titled. I think we have a playlist there for Scumbar Podcast. You can go on it and find the most recent episode. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Give us a comment. Give us a star, a thumbs up. Give us uh, a face mask. Give us um, Give us a face mask. Give us a face slap. Tissue, toilet paper. Hand sanity. Another easy to find, but it's just <laughs> good to share. Sharing is caring. That's all. If you want to write us your favorite COVID story, you can send us an email at thescumbarpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read it on our next COVID episode. Yes, which we... <laughs> maybe that'll be during the next phase. Who knows? Yeah. And if you want to listen to this as a regular podcast on any of your favorite podcasting platforms, you can listen to us... Everywhere. On any... Yeah, anywhere. We're, we're on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Just ask Google, <laughs> ask Alexa, ask... Siri. Fred. Uh, Flintstone. Steve. Just you know michael next door ask everybody he knows yeah <laughs> the scumba <laughs> podcast yeah um all right well anthos i believe you had a special something you wanted to say to a special someone take it away well friend again i say adieu but for now we wait until the time is past the flu. <laughs> so be safe. Stay healthy. Be mindful of what's at stake. And always be sure that when you go out, wear a mask, but take it off to eat your steak. <laughs> Uh, you just rhymed steak with steak. Did I, or did I rhyme steak? I I rhymed steak with steak. Did you I think? Steak right? Steak? Didn't I? I pulled. Oh, I maybe pulled you a did. Kanye West. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's what he does. He rhymes steak and steak, ah. and Mike and Mike, and glass and glass. I think. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. I mean, he's been successful. Good job, Kanye. Yeah. But. Man, yeah, I'm not listening to that stuff. No. Oh, con, con, nay. Con, nay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, everybody. Bye. Have a good one.